Hey there, I'm Lauren, and you're listening to The Podcast Manager Show, a podcast for podcast managers. Each week, we cover the technical and tactical aspects of running a profitable podcast manager business. With over 90,000 new shows starting each month, podcast managers are in demand. I mean, in demand. And I'm here to help you land your dream clients while reaching your monthly income goals without working like crazy. Are you ready? Let's get to today's episode. Hey there, welcome to the Podcast Manager Show. I am super pumped about this episode because we are diving into the topic of ads. Using ads in a podcast episode to drive passive income for your clients. And this is a topic that we haven't gotten into a ton on the podcast, and I'm excited to dive into it in depth today. We have talked about the four different ways that you can monetize a podcast back in episode 49, and we also talked about what type of ROI your client generates from their show. That was episode 25. So if you're really interested in these topics, which I hope that you are because I think they're really important in the whole scope of podcast management. But if you're interested in hearing more about monetizing and ROI and those things, then go back and listen to episode 25 and episode 49 once we're done with this one. So today, though, I wanted to talk about why ads are important and really give you guys some confidence on going after this topic with your clients. And not every single client is going to want to do ads in their podcast, but It is a really attractive idea because, number one, we see ads and affiliate links and all of that on Instagram and social media so much now that it's been really normalized to talk about things that you love and get a kickback for them. So I think that part of it is very normalized nowadays. And because of that, a lot of our podcasting clients are like, oh, great, I can offset some of the cost of the show or I can generate some more income for my business through ads, yeah, let's go for it. So I have two stats for you to start this episode off. And those are, number one, that 76% of listeners take action after hearing a podcast ad. That is mind-blowing. 76%. Very, very mind-blowing. I mean, think of like advertisements we see on TV. Like how often do you see an advertisement on TV and then you go and buy? (laughs) I mean, Almost never, right? Like maybe it gets into your subconscious and you eventually will go like buy that car that you saw saw on TV, but you're not like, it's not QVC where you're like picking up the phone and buying something. But according to adresultsmedia.com, 76% of listeners take action after hearing a podcast ad. And this is my second stat for you. Podcast ads are the most recalled type of ad. So 86% of people say that they remember seeing or hearing an ad when they listen to it or hear it on a podcast versus if they see it on social media, only 80% say they remember seeing it. And same thing basically with a website, 79% say that they remember seeing it. But 86% of people remember it when they hear an ad on a podcast. And that makes a lot of sense to me because when we're on social media and we're visually seeing things, we're taking in a lot of visual stimuli, right? Right. Versus when we're listening, I think just going back to that, the fact that podcasting is so much more intimate because we're hearing it. There's something about that with a science background. I need to go look this up as to why there's something with hearing that we remember. There's something there. 
And so that I think that just further proves that there's that intimacy factor of, you know, a friend, aka the podcast host, is recommending something to you and you're like, oh, yeah, I remember them talking about it. So these are some stats that might drive it home for you that, wow, podcasting ads are really effective and my client should get into them. And I don't really know if we need to convince our clients to do this if they're not into the idea. Maybe they're monetizing through a course or a membership or some other way, then great. They don't need to do these, right? They can use the other monetization ideas if they even want to. But so often I hear from you guys that you don't feel confident talking about monetization with your clients and that you don't want to be responsible for, you know, making them money. You don't want to guarantee anything, which I totally get. I totally get. You just want to kind of be on the production side. I totally get that you don't want to say like, hey, pay me X amount of money and I'll make you X amount of money. And I don't think you need to do that. That's what I really want to say is you don't need to guarantee anything. That is 100% sure. You can go into this with your clients saying, hey, let's give this a shot. And you don't have to pitch that many companies to be advertisers on the show because you can't have that many advertisers on a show, right? Do you guys listen to any podcasts that have way too many ads? I don't know if this is still the same because I haven't listened to this show in so many years. But Lewis Howes's School of Greatness, it at one point had like 10 minutes of ads in the beginning. And I was like, I don't even know how he gets away with this <laughs> because I wouldn't even listen to any of them versus some of the other shows I'd listen to. They're weaving them into the show and I'm listening to all of them because they're doing it in a lot more of an organic way and or it's in the middle of the show, which we're going to get into some of this terminology. So I kind of just am already listening and I don't feel like zipping through it, right? So my point of saying that about how, you know, how many ads you have in a show, you really don't need that many people to say yes, right? So if you approach this topic with your client or maybe they even bring it up, just know that you only have to get a couple companies to say yes for this to be a really big success. And there will be some trial and error on you know, what companies do your client really align with and what ads are successful? Like, what do the listeners want to hear? So there's going to be some trial and error that you'll manage, but it doesn't have to be like you constantly pitching companies or anything like that. And so I hope this episode will give you some confidence to have these conversations with your clients, especially if they want to hire you for this and you've been a little timid on saying yes, I hope that some of this information will give you some confidence. So some of the terminology that I wanted to go over was what are these different ads called? So you may have heard these terms, maybe not pre-roll, mid-roll, and post-roll. So they're a little bit self-explanatory, but I'll go over them just in case. Pre-roll is the ad that you would hear after a formal intro of the podcast. So you probably you'd have probably a formal intro, maybe not. I mean, this done a couple different ways, but for the most part you're going to have like the introduction to the show and then it's going to be like, "Hey, before we dive in, let me tell you about Casper mattress or or what have you." And then you're going to getting into the content of the show and then you're having your outro. So that's where pre-roll would sit. A mid-roll is, you know, halfway-ish through the episode and these are the most desirable 
ads because it's in the middle of the show. And so people are less likely to skip through it because, you know, they're on their walk. They're in their car. They don't have as much of an ability because they're in the middle of the show to skip through it. So the mid-roll ads are the most desired and therefore you can charge a little bit more for a mid-roll. And a mid-roll can be longer because it's in the middle of the show. And then the least desirable is the post-roll. And that's what comes after the content in the outro. So as far as pricing these, the mid-roll is going to be the most expensive, the pre-roll is the second, and the post-roll is the least expensive for an advertiser to buy. I'm not going to go into pricing in this. I'm going to keep that information for the podcast manager students, but know that pricing is a lot more in your hands than you might expect. So you have a lot more control over what type of rates that your client wants to quote unquote demand. So work with your client on thinking of rates. And it's one of those things too, where you could put a price tag on these and see if everyone's saying yes, then you need to raise them. Maybe if you get a bunch of no's or they say, hey, are you willing to negotiate? Then you could figure out what the price is. So with ads, it can be definitely be a negotiation. But the podcaster has a lot of control over the prices that they set. And if your client has, you know, any sort of following on social media or they've got a blog that has a certain amount of readers, you can use other stats to kind of put a, a complete media kit together to say, hey, you could buy a podcast ad. We can also talk about your company on Instagram. That's going to cost this amount. And so you can really use the whole brand to make your client a more desirable person for the business to buy into. But companies have a budget for marketing, right? So even if it's a small company that your client loves, you know, like my friend is obsessed with these like eco-friendly little pouches that you can put breast milk in and she's helping a Instagram influencer promote them. So it's like a very small product. It's a small company and yet they still have a large marketing budget, right? So companies are looking for ways to get their products in the hands of people that they're designed for. So that's another thing. When you're looking for businesses to pitch, you definitely want to showcase why your listeners are that company's ideal match. And if they're not, and you want to try to spin it, great. But the best relationships when it comes to ads is when it's really, truly a great match and so I say, find those great matches. Don't waste your time trying to just go after everyone and trying to spin your way <laughs> into kind of convincing them that the listeners are for them. But say, hey, our listeners are exactly who you're looking to buy. Your product is designed for our listeners. And when you can point out that overlap, they're like, oh, yeah, this is a no-brainer for us. And you can even add in your pitch that, hey, on average, 76% of podcast listeners act on an ad. And after you've done maybe some work with a certain client, you can have your own stat of saying, hey, you know, 70% or whatever your specific percentages of our listeners will buy. And we have this amount of listeners, even if you don't have that many listeners, right? If let's say you have only have 100 listeners per episode, that's a small number when it comes to, you know, advertising, quote unquote, but if you have 100 listeners and 70% of them buy, that's 70 buyers. That's a lot. <laughs> that's a whole lot. So, you know, your, your percentages 
could definitely be lower than that. But still, if you can give them an idea of what this could look like, it gives the business a lot more information on what this, you know, marketing advertising relationship could look like. The topic of advertising comes up a lot in live events, or the, at least the live events that I've been to, Podcast Movement and She Podcast Live. There's always multiple speakers talking about ads. And it's so interesting to me because, you know, advertising in TV and radio has been around forever. And there's a lot of standards. There's a lot of standards of, hey, you know, you can't get advertising until you have this many listeners or an audience of this size. But what has really been revealed over the last couple of years in podcasting is that you can be in control of that and you can say, hey, I'm not, I don't have anywhere near a minimum of, you know, let's say I heard recently that, you know, this certain company needs 5,000 downloads per episode before they'll do advertising for you. And it's like, that is obviously a very large number when it comes to podcast downloads. And people have successful ad campaigns with far fewer listeners. And it's because companies are willing to take a chance on podcasting advertising because they know that, hey, this seems to be really successful, as pointed out with those stats that I shared. And so they're willing to say, hey, yeah, you have a lot less people, but these people are a really great fit. And so we're willing to go for it. And that has been proven over the last couple of years that the standards of advertising from TV and radio really do not apply for podcasting. Podcasting is its own world of advertising. So when you're Googling advertising and you're seeing numbers, know that those might not be accurate for podcasting, unless you're looking at something specifically for podcasting, then it's probably accurate, right? But know that this is its own world and podcasting is still the Wild West in a lot of regards. So don't let that discourage you from going after this with your client. Or maybe they have it in their head that they have to get a certain amount of listeners before they can create an ad campaign. And that is just not correct in most cases. By the way, one of the reasons that I wanted to do this episode now is because I wanted to start running ads on my own podcast, you know, to get my own stats and to learn about what my audience is interested in. And so I'd been waiting to partner with Audible. And I finally got the go ahead and got a link for Audible. And I thought, what better way to introduce this advertising relationship to you guys than in an episode like this? So I'm not always going to introduce an ad like this, but I'm going to let you guys listen to that now. Hey, I wanted to interrupt this episode to share with you guys that I am now partnering with Audible. So excited. I've been wanting to do this forever because I've been consistently using Audible for the last two years and loving it. And I used to use it even before that, but I've really gotten into it for the past two years. And I was like, this is perfect for people that love podcasts because audiobooks are so similar to podcasts but it's just like one message that's tied up in a beautiful bow instead of, you know, consecutive episodes over similar topics. And Audible makes listening to books so easy. And every book that you want to listen to is on Audible, which is so nice. Over the last two years, some of my favorite books that I've listened to are Atomic Habits, We Should All Be Millionaires, and The Storyteller's Secret. But I've listened to countless of others for my personal life, for my business life, just everything in between. 
I've listened to a book over the last two years using Audible. And right now I'm listening to Failing Up by Leslie Odom Jr. Oh my gosh, so good, so good. You've got to check that one out. And if you go to laurenwrighton.com forward slash Audible, you can get a 30-day trial for Audible for free. After that, if you still like it, then you can continue for $15 a month. You get one credit, which will get you one book. So for $15, you can download one book per month, or you can even bump up to their higher price. I think it's $20 or $25 where you can get two books. So that's where I'm at because I was just taking all of these books in as fast as I can. You can also speed them up, which I love. Just like in the podcasting world, you can speed them up and listen to them at a high speed. (laughs) But if you go to laurenwrighton.com forward slash audible, you can start your 30-day trial today. And let me know which book you start with first. Okay, that was the ad. And a couple things that I want to point out to you guys is that Number one, I love using music when it comes to ads because it signals to the person that, hey, this is not the episode. This is an ad. So you're not really tricking them into listening to an ad. I forget what recent podcast it was that like they trick you. They like you you don't even know that they've started the ad. It's so seamless. And I don't know, maybe people like that. I didn't really like it. I was like, wait, oh, they're talking about it. I don't know. It was just done oddly. I love like saying, hey, this is an ad, right? The music really signals your brain that like, oh, something's happening here. Like this is like a change in the pattern so that, you know, you can listen to it in kind of with a different brain. But also two other things that I would encourage you to include in an ad is repeating where the person's supposed to go to act on the ad. So that needs to be in there at least twice so that the listener can hear it twice. And then also the second piece is having your client explain why they chose this ad and give some personal background. That's so important. And I know that your clients probably feel the exact same way, but they don't want to recommend stuff that they don't truly want to recommend. And so this part is going to be pretty easy for them. They need to explain, hey, why? Like, why was it this company? Why was it this ad that you chose? And when they can make recommendations, like what books to read and that type of thing, it just adds more value to the ad and it shows kind of more of the authentic reasoning for the ad. So those are two things plus the music that I would highly recommend you recommend to your clients. I hope everything that we talked about in this episode gives you a foundation of knowledge when it comes to podcasting ads. And I, more importantly, I hope it gives you confidence to talk about this with your clients and to help them generate some money with their show. Every podcaster deserves to get paid is what I believe. And so I hope this gives you some confidence to support your clients when it comes to advertisements. One thing I would absolutely love to hear from you guys is if there's any companies that you would like me to partner with. If anything comes to mind, then definitely let me know because I think that'd be really fun to learn and would just be really interesting, especially like if I never heard of them, then that would be really cool. So if you have any ideas, please reach out. I would love to hear those. And just let me know what you think about this topic. Like, do you feel like that hesitation? And I would love just to know your thoughts on offering this as a service. If you're in the Podcast Manager program, we're going to be adding more and more resources when it comes to monetization in the next couple of weeks. 
So make sure you keep your eyes peeled on your email in our Facebook group so you don't miss those additional resources because we're going to make it as easy as possible for you guys to jump into this monetization game. All right, that is it for this episode. Thank you so much for being here and I'll talk to you next week. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Come connect with me over on Instagram at Lauren Wrighton or in the Podcast Manager Mastermind Facebook group. And let me know what you liked about this episode. I love, love, love hearing your guys' feedback and what is resonating with you. You can always find the links and resources mentioned in the show over at laurenwrighton.com. Special thanks to my amazing podcast manager, Marcy Page, on producing this episode. All right, that's it. Until next time, I'll be cheering you on.